0: will and testament. Dad died five months ago, which was either great timing or terrible, depending on your point of view. Personally, I don't think he would have minded going unexpectedly. I was even tempted when I first heard to think that he might have fallen on purpose before I knew the full story. much like a plot twist and a novel for it to just be an accident. In the weeks leading up to his death, my siblings had become embroiled in a heated argument about how to share the family estate, the holiday cabins on Waller. And just two days before Dad's fall, I had joined in, siding with my older brother against my two younger sisters. A very warm welcome to Scandinavian Fiction Podcast, wherever you're listening from. I'm Rasmus Harpo, and in our first two episodes I'm taking you to Norway, more specifically to the home of the prize-winning Norwegian author Viktis Jort. Viktis has written 27 books, and 4 of these have so far been translated into English, by Charlotte Barslund. And worth mentioning, this year, in 2023, Barslund's translation of the novel Is Mother Dead by Victor Short was long listed for the International Booker Prize. So quite an achievement there. Now, Victor lives on the Isle of Nersuya outside of Oslo. And before we get started, I want to mention that as we arrive in Norway, there's a yellow weather warning in place in Oslo and on Nersøja as well, with so much snow everywhere. It's quite stunning, but I'm afraid you'll have to imagine that bit. You're listening to Scandinavian Fiction Podcast. I thought I wanted to start by asking you a bit about the physical surroundings here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you tell me a bit about where we are?
1: Uh, we are on an island called Nesoya in the Oslofjord. Um, it's a rather big island. Um, and my house is, it's not n- near the sea, but it's, you know, in two minutes I can go to the sea. And that's very nice in the summer, of course, but also we have a kind of, what you call it, a forest here that are, you are not allowed to do anything there to pick flowers or um, mushrooms or things like that. You can't take down a tree or it's, it's very nice. And there you can go skiing In also in Mars, as you can see a lot of snow here. Yeah. So it's a nice island, but it's by an accident I live here. Do you ski? Yeah, of course. But my dog, I've had a dog for 10 years and she has just died. And so it's so, um, it's so boring to go skiing by myself. But now I will have a new dog, a boxer. I'm waiting, I'm looking at my telephone all the the time to see if she
0: or he is born.
1: Oh, right.
0: Yeah. So do you think these physical surroundings all of this, the forest, the, even the snow, maybe, or the house here. Does that affect your writing in any way, do you think?
1: I guess I guess so. Uh, everything, where you live, uh, what you read, who you're talking with. Of course, everything um, affects me, but I, I can't f- find out in, in which way it's difficult to, to find out. But I just know that everything affects a human being, everybody. Uh, it's silent here and I'm you know I'm a heavy drinker so it's very nice not to live in a town with a lot of bars and restaurants and things like that and also that I swim a lot in the summer, go skiing in the winter so it's a kind of healthy life um, if you take the drinking away. Yeah, But also I'm, I'm very fond of being alone. We talk a lot about people that are very social, people that are not that social and I'm not that social I love to be alone so I have a cottage in the woods in Norway where I'm totally isolated and that's the best mm. I don't have makeup I don't wash myself and can live there for one week that's when I have peace mm. and I can think and I can write so I'm, I'm very happy when I can be By myself.
0: Do you talk to yourself ever?
1: No. 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 But I have a kind of self conversation all the time, but it's in my mind. Um, So, uh, you know, I try very much to get to know myself. Um, And that's, you know, I always analyze uh, talking, why do I want this? Uh, Why did I do that like that? All that kind of thing. So I'm um, I, I'm my object for my own study, so I'm very inspired by um, Sigmund Freud and Søren Kierkegaard and those thinkers that analyze themselves all the time. I think it's so interesting, but I'm I'm not as interesting as Sigmund Freud, and Søren Kierkegaard, but everybody as, everybody, everybody is interesting for themselves, of course, to find out, why did I do that? Why did I think like this? Why do I feel like I feel now? We are asking that kind of things, to get to know ourselves.
0: I learned about the Rao in a roundabout way. One Saturday morning which I had been looking forward to when all I had to do was prepare a contribution to a contemporary drama seminar in Friedrichstadt, that same day, my sister Astrid called. It was a bright and beautiful late November morning, the sun was shining, I might have mistaken it for spring if it wasn't for the leafless trees reaching for the sky and the leaves covering the ground. I was in a good mood. I had made coffee and I was excited about going to Frederikstad pottering around the old city centre when the seminar was over, walking on the ramparts with my dog and gazing at the river.
1: I have written so long, you know, it's 40 years since my debut and of course I have written very different. Books because um, when you are 22, which I was when I was, um, was writing my first book, it's very different uh, from what I write now, of course. I think I try to combine the very, very present questions, serious questions, existential questions with a kind of humor uh, of course but also that i i think that humor and um, um speed and irony it's underestimated in in the literature so i'm fond of that you know you can you can talk and that's why i will already mentioned sigmund freud and uh, søren kirkegaard they are easy to read they are dealing with very very serious questions but they Ah, uh, Chicagogo is not always easy to to read, but some of his uh, books or articles are really uh, easy to read. It's funny. it's very humoristic. Um, and Sigmund Freud is when you read him, his big work about dreaming and he's he's using his own dreams, I am together with him. I'm so close to him, I, I like to be together with him. So I'm never lonely when I can take these books out and read them. So when I want to meet interesting men, I go to the library.
0: <laughs> What's the most important thing you think you've learned from St Kierkegaard?
1: Um, the way I read him, he says in a way that you, to be a human being on the earth, it's a very serious thing. And you should be so grateful. Oh. oh, you get the possibility to be a human being on the earth. Oh, then you must be that with, uh, with all your passion and all your responsibility. Oh, you are blessed. From, it's a it's a, a tillitserkleiding.
0: Mm-hmm. Of, of confidence. Yeah,
1: confidence. From... The, the the higher oh, and he says one um, a place that so many people are living in the basement of themselves even though it's it's um, free space in the upper um floors uh, where the view are um, huge uh, well, I'm not uh, religious but I can I can tell you a story I was um, sitting on and it was a very dark day in november i was sitting on the main stage, train station in in oslo and everybody was you know gray and it was it had long gray coats the faces were long and gray everybody was, was so sad it was very the, the, the heaven was gray and i was reading sykdommen til døden the sickness into death by Søren Kierkegaard and it is a lot about religion questions and so it was difficult to me to understand but then he writes in a note in the last pages he said uh, imagine a big 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 um but empire empire is the right word and then you have a um, oh, lot of land, lot of land, lot of land and a million, a million, a million of people. And then you're, uh, a powerful, uh, powerful, um, shining Kaiser. What's the name of a Kaiser? An emperor. Empire. An emperor. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you have this little um, man, it's a little poor man. And then one day, he get this letter from the emperor who wants to, to meet him. And he answered, what does the empire, empire um, emperor, emperor. emperor knows, knows that I exist? Yeah, 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 he yeah. would want to meet you. No, that must be a joke. No, he really wants to meet you, and he wants you to marry his daughter. No, that must be a joke. If I'm going to believe that, everybody will laugh of me uh, behind my back. They're going to make um, joy of me in the newspapers. If I'm going to believe in that, I will be unhappy all my life. And then there is one sentence. You must have courage to believe that the highest wants. And I'm not religious, but I was reading that it's you have to be brave to believe that the highest thing and want to get to know you. And I had this thing, The highest the highest oh die, oh die, oh die. Then I get so uplifted in one way and that's kind of that kind of moments that change my mind in a way. It's difficult to describe but when I read him I have the feeling that you must take very seriously that you have a life on the earth and you live a split second of earth existence Mm. and still we, we, we can't get fast enough oh the bus is not coming uh it's one hour to uh why do you have one split second of existence and you're looking at the watch all the time I try not to do that and that's learned from from
0: that's a great lesson
1: yeah it's it, it it is and and that's you know he that he... He uh, insists on uh, this all the time, but, st- but still, he's, 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 when he's funny, he's really, really funny. And you he g- get this humor, and that's the combination of, of very seriousness and uh, this easiness he has in some books, of course. Not Sykdommen til yeah. but the notes are very, very nice to read. written uh, all my life. I went to my diaries with all my thoughts and I was sending in um thing I have written from I was 10-12 years and I went to and I was invited to to a uh, um, publishing house to talk with them so I had this dream all the time and I uh, sent in a lot and I've gotten back and I sent in um, again and um, so when I was 22 it was you know somebody wanted to to publish what I have written I go to the paper or the computer with all my questions uh, even though they are very my own or they are social questions or the dilemmas I have, uh, difficulties I have I explore them in, when I write. Yeah. And also I think that writing is closer to the unconsciousness than when we speak. Uh, if I say to you mm, I just want everybody to like me I can, you know, I can ne- ne- neutralize what I say with my body and my voice. But if I wrote this sentence on a paper I just want everybody to, to like me. Then it's so w- vulnerable and it's naked. So to be close to my unconsciousness when I write. So And I find out things about myself and the society and my dilemmas when I'm writing, yeah. So the last novel um, we just have delivered um, who is has uh, the title is from Sön Kierkegaard, but I don't know how you can say that in English. Uh, but I, you know it, I guess. Jen Repetition. Repetition. Or the repetition. repetition. Uh, Kierkegaard has written a, a book about that, about if it's possible, if there exist repetitions or it doesn't exist and that's a very funny book because he's you know his he will repeat a journey to Berlin and he's going to go to the theater to see the same place live the same place to see the beautiful young woman in the theater and nobody no thing is happening it's just a bad the the he was going to repeat this lovely journey and it's a disaster so he says that there is no thing as a repetition that I have learned to have that repeated and repeated and repeated it's typical Søren but Søren was engaged with Regine Olsen and he was um, breaking this um, engagement and this is a kind of central story and the background of everything he has written. And it's very interesting because I think it's um, Joachim Garf, his biographer, who has said that what could have been a story about two people, a man and a woman, that uh, couldn't get each other, that couldn't understand each other, could be a minor thing. But in Kyrkogård's pen, it's a kind of existential drama about the different it the different fighting spirits in the Western history. Everybody, I think, all human beings have kind of that kind of stories that has been very um, important in their lives, and they are uh, during the life telling this story again and again, for themselves or to others. Um, Kind of central stories. And I have written out a kind of that kind of central story in a new way.
0: What is your central story, do you think?
1: Yeah, but I can tell it because I have just no i don't want to tell it <laughs> i don't want to tell it but i i if I want to explore it or uh, or tell it i use i need my my pen I need to write it I can tell it mm. because I need um, the dis distance and the closeness that I only can have when i when i write i can find out the balance when i when i speak I, I'm it's it's not as good as when i write
0: but when you start working on a new book do you know where you begin where does it start really
1: uh, no i i think it's, it's difficult to start and but i am not um uh, the way the most difficult for me, but the most important as well, and maybe it's because it's important, it's difficult. It's to find the voice of the novel. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm concerned about voice, the voice, which voice is going to tell this story? Is it going to be a I that tells the story, or is it going to be uh, Bariglot or is going to be Johanna, to find the voice of the novel. That's the, the the main challenge.
0: Does the voice develop through the writing process as well, or do you have to have it from the beginning of writing?
1: No, I I I um I write. I try to write a lot, not to be very sceptic to my own writing. Sometimes you can be. So afraid of writing something bad. You are so afraid to write something bad that you never reach to to write something good. So what I try to do is to, to just write away and t- to see and suddenly, and I can be playing then um, with, you know, is it going to be that name or that name or... Uh, that she has a name, or is it the I, or is it the he. I can play, and suddenly, after a while, I find something that I, I feel, oh, now it, now I have it.
0: Do you know the story from the beginning, or does that also develop through writing it?
1: Uh, no, I don't have have it. I, I uh, often have, uh, usually I have a conflict or a dilemma, and um, but I don't know how it's going to end. That's a kind of what is interesting mm. by writing because I don't know. But after a while I have a kind of feeling where it will end. But I don't I don't know that. That's a kind of what I explore, yeah.
0: Are you always sure about a book being done or a story being done then? That this is where it ends.
1: Yeah, when I when I'm When I'm about to end, yeah, then I I know it. This is the end, yes.
0: After my shower, I saw that Astrid had called several times. I assumed it was about a collection of articles that I had helped her edit. She answered her mobile in a hushed voice. Hang on, she said. I could hear beeping in the background as if she were in a room with electrical equipment. Hang on, she said again, still whispering. I waited. I'm at dear Cornham at hospital, she said, her voice louder now. The beeping had gone. It's mum, she said, but it's alright, she'll be fine. An overdose, she then said. Mum took an overdose last night, but she'll be fine, she's just very tired. Tell me about when you' when you're working on an, on a book. can you tell me about a typical day? what does that look like on a practical level?
1: Oh yeah, it's um, very different the writing process also from from when I start to when, it's when I you know I'm near the end. For example, now I've just delivered a new novel. It's not a big one, but it's 150 pages, but I think it's good. Uh, I hope so, but but then you know, I know I'm writing an essay about drinking, about that wine make me feels like I should feel without wine, and so I'm exploring my relation to to alcohol, or. Um, to use to use To be under the influence. Influence of, of drugs or alcohol. So I'm exploring that. Why do I use it? Why do I find out? What do I seek? And I try to be very honest because otherwise it's not interesting. So that but that is no hurry. No hurry. Uh, so I taking my time, I'm knowing going to it Making my coffee, start to write, taking up the document. I also travel a lot, do a lot of things. Uh, so when I, you know, was the Larvik uh, to Larvik, uh, another town to talk about something, and I can work on the th- to computer on the train, working a little bit. But when I'm near the end, I'm sitting here. I'm not going out, or I'm sitting in my cottage in the woods, and from morning to night, from morning to night, continually, continually, yeah. So I, I, you know, so then I'm totally in it. And that's a very different thing to be totally in it. Then I have all the novel in my head at the same time. I know what is the sentence on the first page and do I want and the sent a sentence on the last page to be alike. Could is that an effect, or should I change it? It's very intense periods, and it's very different from what I do now. When I have this essay, I'm I decide myself when I'm going to deliver it. I play with it. I think about it. Got an idea suddenly. Oh, hasn't. Um, Hasn't um, um, an, an, a colleague or another writer wrote about this? You Axel Sandemose said something. I'll find out. Find out surrounding as you asked me um, about before. So to be a surrounded by books—that's very nice because, of course, you could go to the net, and I know that you also can make notes in the e-books, but I, when I go to the Axel Sandemose, and I can see what I have note, and what I have underlined, uh, uh, Highlighted. Highlighted. And when I was 20 years Oh, so it's very interesting, and that I know that they are here, near me. So it's it's very nice to be uh, where I am now. Um, writing has this project, but it's not in a hurry. But it's also very nice to be in the novel from morning to night because it's what you call it well, you know, a flita. What is a flyte? Uh, floating. A floating zone. When you come, like they, your painters can be in the floating zone, or um, people that are sporting, are so it's a very nice place to be. You're in a floating zone, and the time doesn't exist really, and you are in it you know, way that is. It's I like to be there, but of course it's exhausting as well. So I must get out oh, to rest. But uh, it's it's nice to be there because you know you're just going to do one thing, and your mind is not dealing with money or bank or things you you if I just have not enough enough wine, enough coffee and milk, so I can you know
0: be there. <laughs> so uh, coffee in the morning, wine in the evening.
1: Yeah, no, no, yeah, so I I must be sober and um, the the. the Main time, of course, when I I have to go to for a walk or go skiing or swimming or something like that. But then I start to drink cider, yes, cider, and then you know I can know exactly how much I can drink and when I was stop working, because it can be inspiring. Because when you are exhausted, you can relax. And you know, and you can have some ideas, and you can so you know one or two hours I can work while I'm drinking, but carefully, but then you know i must i stop and I save the documents as writing on all walls, don't you are drunk, don't <laughs> write, so i you know i'm i yeah i'm I'm so afraid to do something stupid to, suddenly I have lost my manuscript. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a little apartment in Montenegro, and when I'm there, I know I have internet there, of course, but and I could be there three, four weeks. And then and out of season where there's no people there, only Montenegro. And, and it's very nice place to be when I'm just published a book because nobody in Montenegro reads Norwegian papers. And I, you know, I'm long away from, from everything. And then, Uh, I'm working, 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 working. And then I go from the apartment, one and a half hour to Budva, a little. And when I come to one special and the sun is maybe going down, if it's it's autumn or it's, yeah. I come to this special cafe after working um, nearly two hours. And then taking up my notebooks and everything I thought while I was working about your manuscript, got some good ideas. And then I, drinking beer, cold beer, the sun going down, writing very good. And I can remember which scenes I have written in that cafe, and there were really good scenes. Oh, and it's very nice. And then I go to another restaurant where I eat liver with onions and they know me very well they know what I'm going to drink and I can still write and I can take a glass of uh, red wine to that and then I go to the fisherman's pub and I'm drinking what I call working wine that's white (laughs) wine and then I can write a lot more but then sometimes when I come home then if I'm sober enough I can write in on the computer the, the scenes, because I'm so uh, uh, I am so restless. restless, so I must do it at once but I try not to
0: We'll be back shortly with part 2 of our conversation Thank you for listening